Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 138 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. I am your host, Paul Marquis, and today what we're going to be doing is talking about the Braggards Test the crossed straight leg raise test, and the sitting straight leg raise test. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with OrthoEvalPal, we are here to help you with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We want to increase your confidence during your orthopedic evaluations and uh, just answer any of your questions you have regarding uh, orthopedics. And we're just really getting back to the basics to help you make better decisions when you see your patients, especially in this time when you know we are very pressured for time and uh, we have to get patients in, get patients out and uh, we just don't have a lot of time to do it. The other aim we have here is to decrease excessive cost of diagnostic imaging uh, when we really don't need to do it and making sure that we get people over to specialists uh, at the appropriate times uh, and to the right places at the uh, right time for the right problems. So um, today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about, you know, we're basically going to be piggybacking off of last week's episode about the straight leg raise test. Um, these are going to be additional pieces to the straight leg raise test, so they're very easy to do, and you can really knock them out quickly during your evaluation. And um, they are all a little bit different in their own way, but I'm going to explain those differences, and I'm also going to talk about how to perform these tests and what they mean. But if you would just hold on for a few moments, and we're going to hear word from our sponsors. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Hello and welcome back. So before we get started today, I just want to apologize for last week's uh, episode. Um, it was a tough one for me, a uh, very emotional one. And uh, first thing I'm going to say is that I don't edit my episodes. Uh, you're going to get the true me whenever uh, you hear me, especially when I'm podcasting. And uh, you'll hear uh, my guests also because we just don't edit uh, much of our stuff. And uh, the real reason behind not editing is because I really like this to be organic. It's, a, it's me, this is the way we are, my crazy French accent and everything else that comes with it. And uh, really the biggest reason is that I really don't know how to edit anything. So um, that's that's how OrthoEvalPal is going to be and continue. And um, I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, uh, you know, let me know. And if you don't, let me know what you don't like about it. And I'll be more than happy to help you. So 
Let's um let's let's just get on a more serious note here, and we're going to talk about these three tests um, a little bit more. And the reason I do these three tests that we talked about um, is for patients who have radiculopathy or low back pain. And I really do all of these. I do the straight leg raise test, the Leseg sign. I do the Braggards test, the sitting straight leg raise test, um, and the crossed or well straight leg raise test. I do them with just about all of my low back patients and anybody who has discomfort around their hip. Um, or even down into their leg. So let's start with the braggarts test. Basically, you are performing a straight leg raise test. Remember, that neck is in a nice neutral position. You're keeping the leg in full extension, and um, you are also going to be lifting that leg straight up in the air. Okay, so I have a link of how to do just the straight leg raise or the list leg test in the links of this show. Um, so you can take a look at that there. And then what we're going to do is we're going to add to it. So as you're lifting that leg up and you're flexing the hip with the knee in full extension, let's say that the patient starts to develop some discomfort at, let's say, maybe 50 degrees or so. What you do is you back off about five degrees or to the point where they say, you know what, this is starting to feel better. Then what you do is you passively dorsiflex the ankle. And if they have a complete reproduction of their pain, just like they did before you dropped off the five degrees, then that is a positive braggarts test. It's an indicator that there is some nerve root tension going on. Now, remember, um, you know, how does this test work? Well, what you're doing is, is when that patient is on their back and you're doing a straight leg raise test, you're offering some neural tension there. But you're also, when you're dorsiflexing the foot and ankle, you're, you know, you're taking that tibial nerve and you're putting, that, putting it on stretch. It's going around that medial malleolus. So you're physically stretching the nerve. You're pulling it all the way up the leg pulling it at the nerve root where there is something compressing it or irritating it. Now, don't forget this. There's a long complex of nerves that goes throughout the whole leg. And sometimes when you do this test, you do a straight leg raise test or you do the Braggarts test, a patient can have so much myofascial tightness and the sciatic nerve is not gliding very nicely amongst that soft tissue, you're actually stretching the nerve itself and that can cause some pain down the leg. So in a case like this, if it's just myofascial tightness, you're probably going to want to start this patient on some sort of a sciatic nerve flossing type of program. And I do have a video in the show notes about sciatic nerve flossing. Um, and so your question in your head, and I know it's it's there right now, you're thinking, well, if I do a straight leg raise test or a braggarts test, and it is just myofascial tightness and not really a nerve root compression, how, how can I tell the difference between the two of them? And it, it's pretty simple. What I do is I just, I then take the patient through some lower extremity nerve clearing. Okay. So I'll do deep tendon reflexes. I'll check their sensation and I'll do some manual muscle testing. If they have one, two, maybe all three of those along with a positive braggarts test, it is more likely to be a nerve root compression problem, okay? So if it's just the nerve that is tight and tensioned amongst the soft tissues throughout the leg, um, you can simply just get some some discomfort in the leg or in some tingling uh, in the leg. But 
you're not going to get the loss of reflex sensation or strength um, with these folks, okay? And plus, you'll be testing the sh sensation, strength, and reflexes while the knee is in the flex position. So the, the sciatic nerve is really not in tension at that time. And my son is a classic example of this. He has very, very tight hamstrings. So if he just does long sitting, um, his legs get a little bit tingly. Um, he's just super tight, needs to do some uh, sciatic flossing, but doesn't listen to his father. And that's one of the rules of physical therapy. Never try to treat your family because um, your success rate is going to be pretty low. Um, so next, let's talk about the sitting straight leg raise test. Now, I did a video on this, and I do have it in the links of the show notes. What I did not state in my video, because so many in the people in the public, you know, non-medical people listen to these. Um, one of the reasons is I, I, when I do a sitting straight leg raise test, I'm using this as to test if the patient is a symptom magnifier. It's a quick test to see if they do have nerve root con compression and it is very positive for that. They'll get that neural tension. But if you do a sitting straight leg raise test and the patient's at 90 degrees and they have no discomfort whatsoever, and then you put them on their back and they have pain at 30 degrees of hip flexion, something funky is going on because really your body should be able to be in the same position, but you're just laying on your back and the legs should be able to go up to 90 degrees if you were able to get there and sitting. And so if, if, if that is not consistent, I'm starting to wonder, you know, is, is somebody trying to pull my leg here or not? But I do do the test. I do it every time I see somebody with some lower extremity issues. And um, if they have pain while I do a supine straight leg raise test or a sign, and I have it when I'm doing in sitting, um, then that is consistent. And, and that tells me that there's a little bit of nerve root tension going on there, uh, causing them some issues. So I always check to make sure that the angle, the hip angle is pretty much the same from supine to sitting. And I always make sure that uh, their back is straight and they're not going into a posterior pelvic tilt when they're in the seated position. I think it's also important that you remember that if somebody has uh, lumbar spinal stenosis, let's say, those foramen back there are opened up in the sitting position. So they're not necessarily going to have a positive straight leg raise, and they're not necessarily going to have a loss of reflexes, sensation, or strength distally. Um, so that's something to kind of keep in mind. Then one of the tests I really like is called a crossed straight leg raise test or the well straight leg raise test. Um, I love doing this test. I do it on everybody uh, with uh, lower extremity issues and or a uh, lumbar spine issue. What you're doing here is you're doing a straight leg, a straight leg raise test, but essentially on the non-involved side. Now, if a person has a positive straight leg raise on the right leg and you do this straight leg raise test on the left leg and they get exactly the same types of symptoms on the right side while you're doing the left one, this is a big red flag, okay? Oftentimes, this is a, a surgical situation. Um, these people are in a lot of discomfort. They'll have a lateral shift. Sometimes they'll be flexed at the back, and they won't be able to extend very well. And um, this is usually caused by a large herniated disc, usually a centrally herniated disc that is, that is hitting the spinal cord. It could be hitting both nerve roots. But basically, you're, you're pulling the nerve root on one side when you're doing the good side, and that is you know, tugging on that spinal cord and that opposite nerve root a little bit, and they go through the roof. So you do a uh, straight leg raise test on the good side and you're getting pain on the affected side, I would be concerned. Um, so these folks, I kind of, you know, 
keep a close eye on them. And if they are not showing improvement quickly, uh, I will send them over to orthopedics or I'll talk to their uh, PCP, see if we can get an MRI, and then we kind of go from there. I also have a video on how to perform the cross leg straight leg raise and the well straight leg raise test uh, in the show notes. So um, just put up a lot of videos recently, and uh, hopefully that, um, that will help. So there you have it. We have the three simple tests, uh, the braggart test, the crossed straight leg raise test, the well straight leg raise test, which is the same, and the sitting straight leg raise test. So if there is a special test that you can't find on my YouTube channel, um, let me know. So the way you find a test or a certain orthopedic issue on the YouTube channel is, you know, you put in what you're looking for. Add my name to it or add OrthoEvalPal uh, to it, and it will populate and it will pop right up. If it doesn't, let me know, and I'll do my very best to get a video for you, just for you, and um, put it up there. And I'll do a little explanation on on how the test works, why we use it, how often we use it. You know, is it helpful or not? Um, and I'd be more than happy to do that for you. So that is all for today's show, and I hope you enjoyed uh, the content and enjoyed the show. Please, um, you know, let us know how we're doing. Give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or any other station that you listen to your podcast on. We'd, uh, we really appreciate the feedback. It's the only way to make ourselves better and to give you better content. So I hope you all have a great week. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there. Mm -hmm.